0: Hello, beautiful people. Before we get started, I need to thank another Patreon patron. Thanks to Sarah Tantillo. I'm going to stop the music and get real for a second, so bear with me, please. There is no way for me to exaggerate what a wonderful friend and collaborator Sarah has been to me and my family for over a decade. She has worked on many projects with me, taken some blind leaps with me, and gotten me back into Doctor Who. She is, and always will be, my sister. Thank you, Sarah. Want to get thanked on the air? Just go to patreon.com slash originalcastpod and show your love for the original cast. There are a few tiers of patronage, but they all come with access to our bonus monthly podcast, The Original Cast at the Movies. Our pilot episode on Moulin Rouge! is available on this feed so you can sample before you buy. April's movie is Mike Lee's 1999 film about Gilbert and Sullivan writing the Mikado, Topsy-Turvy. This historical musical gets two historical guests, Charlene V. Smith and Sarah E. Cohen. A more exciting podcast never did in your ears exist. Again, patreon.com slash originalcastpod. All right, here's the show. I have a fun trivia question I want to ask you, which I might insert to the front of the show. All right. So, Richard Rodgers won a Pulitzer Prize. There's nine musicals that have won Pulitzer Prizes for drama. Uh, Richard Rodgers wrote one of them, South Pacific. Okay. Stephen Sondheim wrote another one, uh, Sunday in the Park with George. So this is an example of a composer who had already won a Pulitzer, working with a composer who was going to win a Pulitzer in the future. That has happened one other time. Oh, wow. And it happened recently, relatively recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think you could name... Who it is? Well, I would say... the, The actual question is, can you name the show... Okay. But I will accept if you can find the two composers. They are so, both still working. So the
1: same like one has one. One has when, when one.
0: When the mu- this musical was – so like when Do I Hear Waltz was created, yeah. Rodgers had won a Pulitzer. Sondheim in the future was going to win a Pulitzer. There's okay. another musical that opened within the last 10 years. Okay, Less than that. Uh, that where one of the authors had won a Pulitzer Prize and one of them was a, was going to in the, okay, win a Pulitzer Prize. Ooh.
1: Whenever my
0: world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Hello and welcome to the original cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. Well, we have a returner. Our guest today, back for more. I guest bet. number two is back for episode hundred and. Uh, <laughs> the executive director of Latido is Don Mike Mendoza. Everybody, Hello. how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me back. I'm of so course, excited. happy to have you back here. So... Many. It feels like. It's, it's like been... two years later, yeah. right? Yeah, but okay. it feels like it's been a decade. <laughs> it's been forever. Right? Um. <laughs> But Don Mike is back for a very specific reason. I wish it was some kind of anniversary or something. Right. (laughs) But it's not. You just mentioned coming back to do the show. And I said, absolutely. That sounds like a wonderful idea (laughs) because no one's ever going to pick it. And you chose. Do I Hear a Waltz? Do I Hear a Waltz? Very odd, but I hear a waltz. There isn't a band and I don't understand it at all. I can't hear a waltz. Oh, my lord, there it goes again. Why is nobody dancing in the street? Can't they hear the beat?
1: Magical, mystical, miracle, can it be? Is it true? Things are impossibly lyrical. Oh it's a special little musical. Um, it is,
0: yeah. So why did you want to talk about Do I Hear Waltz? Uh,
1: I, I think you and I got into a conversation about um, musicals and shows that that people keep going back to, mm-hmm. specifically like for, for songs, uh, but you look at the show and it was a flop. And so kind of why are, why are flop musicals still remembered, mm-hmm. I guess? You know, kind of... Uh, the, that theater company that was in D.C. that um, wanted to revive shows that were no longer. I can't remember their name right now. I think it was like American Century Theater. Okay. Uh, but anyway, we, we talked about that. And I said, you know, what, why don't we talk about this musical and talk about, you know, why? Yeah, I think you said
0: you were ready to talk about Do I Hear a Waltz. Yeah. I've never heard that expression. Uh, I, think, say that before. <laughs> and I think it's because we, um,
1: you know, in college, we did a production of it. Okay. And we were supposed to do, I believe it was A Little Night Music. And then that got scrapped, and they're like, "Surprise! Here's something that's just as
0: good." And we we're like, "What? Okay." <laughs> well, it does have. All right, let's they're try. Like, to, let's try to grok time. that out for a second. <laughs> there is a movie version that it is based on, though it's also yeah. based on a play. It is Sondheim, kind of, and <laughs> it is about. I mean, I guess the similarity would be it is about characters in this sort of weird love triangle yeah. relationship. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really as much of a love mess as night music is but it is that right, is, and it takes place in a foreign country <laughs>
1: yeah it's, it's okay. the same it's basically <laughs> right it's essentially the same <laughs> uh but I, I i read an interesting term about this musical that i i mm-hmm. thought about that i'm like yeah i'm gonna use that from now on um they someone coined mm-hmm. this musical as a quote why musical, yes and yeah. i i was like that it's like that changes my entire life. Now I can yes. go around and say, why? Like, I just why brought this that show? up. Yeah, I brought
0: that up with somebody talking <laughs> about, um, gosh, where I book, I definitely grabbed that. A, a, Sondheim attributes that to Mary Rogers, actually, kind of yeah. ironically. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have books like that I, last night I went through and, and dog-eared sections for. So this is from awesome. Sondheim and Company by Craig Zayden, which is an amazing book. And uh, I think out of print, unfortunately. But uh, he says in the chapter about this, which is called The Less Said the Better, which is pretty (laughs) funny. Um, He says, the show, most simply, is what Mary Rogers calls a Y musical. And the theater is full of them. You take a successful property, add songs to it, and put it on stage. And to adapt such properties is like the dinosaur eating its own tail. Although they never intended it, Rogers and Hammerstein are partially responsible for this. But what people don't understand is that Oklahoma is very different from Green Grow the Lilacs, on which it is based. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on to explain why Carousel is also better than... Lilum and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it's a. There are so many why music, especially now. So I feel great. like we're in like a a. Every time they put a movie up, like yeah. they do a movie adaptation, uh, it's either hairspray, <laughs> or it's a <laughs> why did we do that, right? Like, you right. know, like mm-hmm. that's the sort of like I don't, hmm. <laughs> you know. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's.
1: I think the the show itself. I mean, the music itself. I mean, there are some songs that are like. why 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 did you do this like i don't understand that song um but then there are some really beautiful like ballads and solos in the show that you can just pull out and use for whether it be audition material or for cabarets um i mean i personally would like to see a little bit more of do i hear waltz at latido um Mm, just just because there there's some really pretty like golden age type songs in Mm -hmm. um especially for it, Renato, the yes, the man, the male. Like, yeah. He has some beautiful like Barrett tenor mm-hmm. songs, and you don't really see that nowadays. Um, so I think there's some there's some appreciation that can be found from this show, mm-hmm. um, and some like kind of nuggets in there. But I would say when you look at the whole package, it's kind of like oh, it's not. Well, that's <laughs> the
0: thing is it's not a it's not a disaster. No, and it's it, kind it just, of a death by half measures. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's just a lot of like.
1: Uh, like it's okay, little, like,
0: I know. listened to this three times yesterday. Wow, that's a lot. And I I <laughs> f- was struck by I listened to I usually I mean I usually listen to it several several times before we talk and, but I listened to this one kind of an extra time yesterday because I kept forgetting it.
1: Yeah, it it's felt not a memorable Very show. forgettable. I, right. I sort
0: of lost track of where I was. Mm-hmm. There's a few songs in it that I would cue yeah. into and be like oh I I, I know that but. It's it's very very flat and yeah. very safe and, and very there's,
1: and there's no when we were in it I remember thinking like there's no like huge moment in this show that's like whoa you yeah. know like the big reveal that you know most musicals at that time would have yeah um, and I get it like they they were talking about how this was supposed to be like a different kind of show um, but then you get to the end of the show and it's kind of like okay, bye. Right. Like that really is that song. It just kind of like, stops. It's like, yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right. And, um, Thanks so much. And I remember that being hard um, on our director and choreographer. Cause they were like, how do so we. So is this
0: a main stage production at AU? Yeah. Okay. It was
1: at the Greenberg and they were wow. both like, how, how are we going to make the end of this show happen and not have it be like a deflating balloon? Mm-hmm. Um, because we had a, a an awesome choreographer, um, Brett Smock, who's an mm. AU alum. I mean, it was directed by Carl Minninger. Mm. And so it was Well, a- if someone's going to find a way, it's going to be Carl. Yeah, right? and yeah. it was a gorgeous show, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously like he's very good at like creating a beautiful um, environment. But it was yeah, just the book was like problematic where just, you know, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that you're like, okay, thanks for that. When was that you Did you do it? Uh, I want to say I was a sophomore. Yeah. So probably spring of 2008.
0: Yeah. So it is right before So I didn't see it cuz I was living in LA. That explains that. But hmm. the um they did do a rewrite and a retool of it in yeah. 2011, in 2011. And so that kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. which is fix, apparently fixed fixed it. Maybe. Well, I don't think it fixed it. I think it's it's really funny to read about it and like Sondheim says he saw a revival of it in 2011 somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. suddenly got it. Like he said, so, like it was like, oh, I get it. I <laughs> oh. get what the show is now. And he called Lawrence, and mm-hmm. they like reworked a version of it. Yeah. And now you that's what you get when you get it now. So yeah, you were just a little early. Yeah, we were a little apparently. early.
1: We we're still in like the train wreck
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
1: but it just it yeah. I mean, there are moments in the show that are really cute, like the the mm-hmm. the, the song about flying yeah what as, do we do we fly yeah as that's as fun number basic and horrible as that song is yes it's it's very cute you yeah. know that and there's there's a song that we took out when we did the show mm-hmm. but um in the recording bargaining um about oh, teaching teaching, teaching about how to how to haggle, haggle basically right. yeah um and, you know that's another song. it's a very long that song, song is it's so long cute it's, uh, yeah you right. could stage that in a very cute way right I think, yeah. there's a lot of
0: pattern that that works out it's well. really funny that she doesn't like. I would expect her to hop in on the third yeah. verse and be she's like, "Oh, let there. me try this." She yeah, just... that's how I felt about that character too. Like our
1: our Leon, I'm like, "Hey, like, yeah, you're, like just kind of here, pep up a little bit,
0: <laughs> right?" Uh Yeah. So, well, let's let's back up though for one second yeah. and see, uh, Don Mike, if you could, as I assume almost nobody knows, could you summarize the plot of "Do I Hear a Waltz"? Oh Lord. Okay, so. Apologies to Sondheim and Lawrence and Rogers
1: for the the butcher job I'm about to do. But um, from what I remember, basically, there is an American woman who is considered a spinster. She's... I, we, we assumed she was in her forties and, or is in her forties. Of course, for that time is right. like a Spencer, like the sixties. So yeah. she needs a vacation and comes to Italy and it's just like, I want to restart my life and just live. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes and she discovers this whimsical world of Italy and like all these, you know, people, it was kind of like a busted version of, um, light in the, piazza. light in the piazza. It's a, yeah. It's what it was I was like the pre light in the piazza. And so she comes and meets, all the characters at the, the pensione that she's staying at, she meets this super racist woman who like runs this hotel and tells her about how much she hates everyone except Americans. Right. And uh, so <laughs> Sen- time goes Senora on. Signora Flora. Signora. Floria. Yeah. And then she ends up meeting, um, you know, other couples. And then she meets this gentleman, this kind of bachelor who lives in the area and um, they kind of have a love affair. And, by the end of it, though, they realize that it's not going to work out. Because well, he's
0: married. Yeah, he is married. <laughs> so it's like already, wow. Like,
1: okay. Um, and so it's that kind of still very relevant today. Like there are lots mm-hmm. of people that run into that. And by the end of the show, they decide that it's over. And they part ways. And that's the plot. This, yes. the, this adventure for this American woman in Italy.
0: Yes. And it's kind of like... Which has kind of a bittersweet yeah, finale so, when done properly. Right.
1: Yeah. So it kind of is like a pre-Light in the Piazza and also kind of like that movie Under the Tuscan Sun. Uh, you know, <laughs> so I feel like it's all of these things. And I think sure. because all of that came after Do I Hear Waltz, like part of me in my like fantasy world is like,
0: oh, these people watch this music Well, Light in the Piazza <laughs> is based on a story, isn't it? Yeah. Which may, yeah. we don't know. Also, of course, hilariously, Light in the Piazza by mm-hmm. Adam Gettle, Richard Rogers grandson. There
1: you go. So, so you know, is. he probably was like, oh, "I have this great idea, idea for this musical, musical right. and like here it is." Here you go, uh, snag. But she definitely, it, you know, Leona definitely uh, mirrors the the main character in. Um, in Light in the piazza, in piazza yes cuz <laughs> i mean you look at the opening number and it's the same thing like she comes into this world and she's just like wide-eyed and
0: wandering yeah. in this random yeah it's a pretty i mean it's a pretty typical story i'd say yeah, especially yeah. of Amer- yeah. Americans going to Europe right, and, and discovering like cool. culture mm-hmm. and being you know and
1: so musical theater and the fact that like this random child decides like lead her through right. like where did this child come from right. and Who i are remember these people? i remember thinking about that when we did the show um, we understood later that she was part of or he was part of the uh, pensione hotel that she was going to stay in. He was right. leading her to there, but you know there was like not really an explanation at the top of the mm-hmm. book. So it's kind of like boy leads Leona through town, and you're like, where did this boy come from? this <laughs> <Whoidless> boy, <laughs> um, boy. So yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's yeah. based on a play called "The Time of the Cuckoo." A lot of inexplicable titles. Yeah. Um, by Lawrence, which was a hit, uh, starring Shirley Booth, won her a Tony Award, and in, in the fifties, mm-hmm. and then was made into a film by David Lean, he of Lawrence of Arabia, uh, called *Summertime*, starring Catherine Hepburn, right, uh, which is a fantastic, it's a great movie, movie. movie yeah, um, and and really worth worth watching. Uh, and Lawrence had wanted to make this a musical since the play, it seems like, and took it so. to Hammerstein, mm-hmm. who said. Love to do it, yep. But the movie just came out, so let's wait. Yeah, wait a while, ten years, and then he died. Oh, um, so sad. And yeah, and then they just to keep revi- like Lawrence was sort of hell bent. Not only hell bent on this being a musical, but hell bent on it being called "Do I Hear a Waltz?" That yeah. is his title. So much so that there is on Sondheim sings the album volume two which is an album while Sondheim's demos mm-hmm. there's a demo of Sondheim's original music and lyrics version of the song Do I Hear I a Waltz Do I hear a
1: waltz I don't understand It sounds like a
0: waltz
1: But where is the band A rose is a rose And this isn't Vienna It's me I suppose Hold your hat, there it goes Again a remarkable waltz That seems to be real But is it a
0: waltz Or just how I
1: feel Peculiar if true But the Danube was never so blue Every time I look up and see you
0: I hear a waltz he was going to do music and lyrics, and then it was decided Richard Rogers would do it. And Sondheim was basically pressured by, by Lawrence Amp- and Mary Rogers right? And sort of by a promise he made to Oscar before yeah. Oscar died. Oscar was like, "You, like, you will Write take musical. over, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you know. Um, I think knowing, so I get that. Pressure, yeah, I get it. Know. And he was, ba- it, it basically ruined his friendship with Arthur Lawrence for like 20-30 years, <laughs> oh. and definitely ruined his relationship with Rogers who uh, Richard Rogers who he didn't have much of a relationship yeah, to yeah. begin with. Um <laughs> yeah. And uh, so yeah. Um but I did read that they did a concert version of it like
1: last year or two years ago. Yeah, it keeps right, popping encores. up. Uh, encore's did it. Yeah.
0: It's prime for Encores. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's, enc- I mean, it it's like a perfect encore show because everyone's heard of it but nobody's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh yeah, I mean, it's yeah, one yeah. of those things that son- I mean, everybody it survives. Because it's a Sondheim show. Right. And people are like, oh,
1: what's this other show? Let's
0: go down this path. And they're like, oh, God, why did I go down this path? Yeah. And I think we can (laughs) say, without fear of contradiction, it's the worst show in his canon. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. It's, you know... And it's not even close, I don't think.
1: You know, worse is a harsh word. But if, you know, when you put it next to things like Company and, you know, like (laughs) all of his, like, kind of golden shows... You're kind of like wow. Like what? I mean, even that take was a, your your least a moment, you your know? least
0: favorite Sondheim show, right? And this is and, and then below listen that. to this and go, which one would you rather? Right. listen to and I think it's 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 never going to be this this is never yeah. going to be and
1: I mean story. you could tell that it was like young Sondheim you know he was kind of like yeah
0: you know here I am I'm doing the
1: show that my mentor kind of like death willed me to do right and uh, nobody
0: wants to be doing the show that's what's so right. funny like you really feel like and, and the... yet they
1: still did so many versions of the show they kept going <laughs> and I'm like you guys you know you could stop just <laughs> like stop. you could just stop doing it's this. so funny
0: because it's also a combination of people I mean, the person with the most to prove in this, if anybody artistically, is yeah. Sondheim, who's coming off of, he's, uh, he just did Forum, which was still running, I think, and um, the huge flop that was Anyone Can Whistle. Oh. And apparently, according to Bert Shevlov in the Sondheim Company book... The whole point was to do a musical that make would make money. The whole point gotcha. was like, listen, let's just do a show that we know is going to run and then we can all make yeah. money and go do the things we really want to do. And of course, ironically, the show ran <laughs> <Didn't> for <work. laughs> it ran for like 220 some performances. It did not run as long as the original play. Mhm. And apparently, it ran even as long as it did, just because of there were a lot of pre-sales right. for the new Richard Rodgers musical.
1: That sounds really. Um, it, it sounds like the the kind of like the plot of producers, like we're gonna have this scheme to make all this money on right. the show, and then it doesn't. And work And it just out. doesn't work. <laughs> and it ruins
0: friendships, right. and everybody falls apart. <laughs> Everyone falls apart. Um, and no one's
1: happy. Twenty years later,
0: it just like, seems okay. to be yeah. Like the more I read about it, the more like the director was kind of a jerk, and the, yeah, I the think cast he, was a real unprepared. Like they did one run, and the director was like, "I'm done." Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's, and they all for some reason made a decision. Early on, to have no dancing, yeah, uh, which is really weird. I don't know if that's like, and I
1: think that that too was also challenged, like putting on a production of this show because you're there's a waltz in the title, right. <laughs> I
0: And didn't people even think about that, <laughs> and people
1: are like, "Oh, well, there's like got to be a waltz be... somewhere, right?" Um, but I found that when we were in it, I mean, we had choreography, but it really right. wasn't a lot. There's not know? room for it. There's no room for it. Yeah. We we had like a kind of a dance break, like in. In the song, do I hear waltz? But it was very contained. It was just like here are two people that are cre- like creating the image of what she's thinking of like, mm-hmm. over on like stage right. waltzing. Yeah, yeah waltzing. Uh, but really, there was there was no choreography. Like there was some like movement. I remember Carl was very proud that he put together like a movement plane like during the plane <laughs> song where everyone like, <laughs> like like created a plane. Sure. And uh, yeah, and even our opening number, it was more about. Um, I guess setting the environment because the opening number is so much. Um, our set was on wheels. So mm. it was um, three large pieces. We had the bridge, we had the Pensione Hotel, and we had the shop that mm-hmm. um, she meets him in. Right, um, And all three of these very large objects were moving on stage, but not uh, like with people moving them. Right. So um, I'm sure from the audience, it looked very exciting and awesome. <laughs> On stage, it was like a heart attack every night. Um, it, and Brett is awesome, and he choreographed an amazing number. But I remember there was one night where we, you know, we swung the two biggest pieces a little too close to each other, and then they crashed into each other. And we were like, okay. Mm. <laughs> um, but that's the extent of choreography because it's like you know you look you just speaking of that specific song, you think about it, and you're like, where. Where could you dance? Where would you dance? Yeah. There's no, no, forget the
0: fact that there's no like extended musical interlude for it. There's just, the songs aren't written to be danced to. Yeah.
1: And all of the interactions with other characters, they're just, they're, I'm talking to you songs. Yeah. You know, they're not like, oh, let me demonstrate with my body because I'm so excited. Like, no. Especially the, um, what is that song? Um, It's, everything's going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Like, we, there was definitely some choreo in that, but again, it was more like, you know,
0: partner shuffling around yeah you could do you know
1: but it really wasn't a thing
0: (laughs) well because also of that song as i'm sure you know and most people might you might know that song if you're listening uh because it is sort of famously done especially in cabaret with the original lyrics that are not in the show yeah the 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 raunchier lyrics
1: She once was quite well read He once was intellectual No, no one suspicious They're gonna, gonna be alright
0: She's nice and sweet and dead He's tall
1: and ineffectual They, they look delicious, delicious. They're, They're gonna, gonna be alright all right on the skids she goes to night school if it's the right school he'll permit her
0: they love their kids they love their friends too
1: lately he tends to hit her
0: sometimes she drinks in bed
1: sometimes he's homosexual but But why why be be vicious vicious? they They keep keep it out of sight good show
0: I mean the song the original lyrics are fantastic it's actually yeah. with the tune i think it's my like one of my favorite songs that sondheim didn't write the music for of his canon mm-hmm. uh it's bouncy it's jaunty and the lyrics yeah. are so sarcastic and and yeah. awesome <laughs> uh and any recording of that song you find now uh like yeah, I know judy it's... kuhn did it on um her album rogers rogers and Gettle, uh is those lyrics that, that's the version you're gonna yeah. find because the revised compromise lyrics are. It's pretty. Nonsense! Yeah, They're it's garbage! It's, it may not all be bliss, but every wound is treatable. We won't go under, we're gonna be alright.
1: Don't see how we can miss, our team is undefeatable. I wouldn't wonder, we're gonna be alright.
0: Landings, misunderstandings We're still growing
1: Some years are bad We're hail and hearty We'll keep the party
0: going Hey babe,
1: hey babe let's, let's have a kiss Remember we're unbeatable We're gonna blunder We're gonna hold on tight
0: Absolute, just trite garbage. Right. It's
1: yeah. It's it's a special time. I I hope you know that we get some of that in there for the listeners to hear. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: absolutely. I I wish now. I wonder if when you do it now though, if it would hold up. If well, if you get or... the original lyrics, I was wondering oh, that. Like, I wonder I'm if not sure because the song. So it's between one of the American couples, Eddie and Jenny.
1: Did they switch back the lyrics for
0: the revived? That's what revive I don't record. know actually. Let me I can look that up. Um. But the uh, the the story. I always thought that the lyrics got changed because Rogers vetoed them, and actually, that is what happened. Yeah, but
1: he like brought them to his wife.
0: Well, that's yeah. That's yeah. the the story he te- Sondheim tells in "Finishing the Hat" is that he took them to Rogers and Lawrence, and they both loved it. Mm-hmm. And but Lawrence said to him, "You're never going to get it past Dorothy, who is mm-hmm. Richard Rogers' wife." And, um, apparently, yeah. Then. Uh they came like Rogers came back the next day and just flipped on everybody yeah. of being like you like, this is, bad, this is we filthy this. and we thanks, can't thanks Dorothy do it and it's just yeah <laughs> well I mean Sondheim says they were huge homophobes the two of them oh, uh, even though oh, Lorenz wow. Hart was gay of course mm-hmm. um, they just didn't talk about that I right guess. Uh, <laughs> so yeah it's you know like it's just so sad that the this and apparently i mean all the stories about the like the more you read about this show mm-hmm. the sadder it gets like that yeah. rogers was drinking the whole time yeah like
1: he found you <laughs> <laughs> and i over his house I, right like, yeah okay. so lawrence found yeah.
0: like vodka hidden in the piano or something and you're just like <laughs> oh man like this just makes me so sad and yeah, yeah the most int- i would i was actually thinking last night i would love to see a movie about the making of this show more oh, than i'd want to see the show that would be because awesome. like it's it's you never see historical movies about like things that went horribly wrong right like for everybody yeah. basically <laughs> and it would be great to see like these titans
1: yeah like a topsy-turvy but right exactly but everything Hercules. falls apart yeah. like it just yeah. be
0: it would be it'd be fascinating because yeah. it seems like there was so much going on
1: and i'm sure there's plenty of Things and material to draw from to recreate these meetings sure. and recreate and like I would what e- happened. even I mean Sondheim's still alive so you can be like right. hey I mean he talks re- about it yeah. He's very candid yeah. and in you finishing the like, hack. Remember, remember that musical you did right, like we're was, gonna do a we're gonna do a movie about, movie about it. how it went and so do you want to like talk about it more what's like so, let's revisit that time in What's your life. <laughs> so
0: funny about reading uh, Sondheim and Co. is that um, the, the, the 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 there's a lot of conflicting reports about who's who's having what problem and basically lawrence and sondheim and pretty much everybody else say that richard rogers was having like was very mean to sondheim and cruel even to him Mm -hmm. and uh was drinking a lot and And the rogers people now are like no it was fine it was very nice relationship (laughs) and everybody was doing i don't know why everybody got so offended you know so but so it's a nice little moment for Mm -hmm. and also but lawrence and sondheim didn't agree about like conceptual things throughout the whole process right. so there's a lot of conflict it'd be really great to see one of those movies where like it, it's like a mockumentary where they interview the characters and you see the yeah. same scene like four <laughs> times from four different points of view because it's just bananas like nothing went right from right. the word go it seems to me yeah, and it nothing just, went right on this show you know
1: everything that's anything that could put a roadblock into their process happened <laughs> and it's you know and i think it's actually really impressive that they got this musical off of the ground and that it got three tony nominations i know, you know i'm like if it didn't you know, have
0: richard rogers on it you kind of imagine this would have yeah. closed out of town like mm-hmm. it just but because you know it, it, he he was a titan i it's mean this re- is the same year this mm-hmm. came out the same year the for just for some perspective the same year the sound of music movie came out like oh i see yeah they were for real yeah yeah. but it's like richard rogers was there's i think a misconception about this show that his popularity was diminishing Mm -hmm. and i i would say it was certainly on the down but it wasn't he was still a like rogers and hammerstein was still a force and Mm -hmm. so you know that year later that year sound of music would win best picture at the oscars like we're Mm -hmm. not We're dealing with a very relevant music theater force still in the mid 60s on its way down, but Mm -hmm. not really fully killed. I mean, Cabaret started to kill these things around the mid 60s. And I think Company finally put the final (laughs) the final sword in the back in in 70. But that's still five years away. At this point. Um,
1: So, yeah, I feel I, I want to say that Do I Hear Waltz is kind of a it was like a representation of, to me, at least the the end of that pretty golden age of musical theater. Yeah. Um, you no, know, it's just not working. Yeah. Anymore. Like they were trying to, to continue on that, that formula of like, Oh, you have this, you know, you have these songs, you have this plot, you have, you know, there's X plus Y, you know, equals Z. And they, you could tell that they, like from this and like what came out of it, just like the growing pains that, you know, you, you can tell like it's intergenerational, you know, like sometimes oh, sure. like ready to, to like talk or touch on other things. And Rogers is like, well, this is how it's been, and right. I did the Sound of the Music movie, so like this is how it's. Well, going. and he's, he, I'm Richard. I'm Richard <laughs> so, Dan Rogers. Like you know, I do. Right.
0: Like I'm Richard Rogers. Like yeah, you know. maybe you've heard of me. I, I did get, <laughs> I, and I get that. I actually yeah. kind of, I do respect that. I respect yeah. the fact that like. He was Rodgers and Hart, and then he was Rodgers and Hammerstein. Like, right? He, like, what he's are you going to do?
1: And who's my sidekick? You right? Know? It's yeah.
0: who are you going to mess with here exactly? But mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I
1: think it's just a physical manifestation of the end of that period of musical theater history. It actually then you end into the seventies, and you're starting to get other. Things, it's a whole so, other thing. Even really the late sixties. I right. mean, like right. I say,
0: with cabaret and, mm-hmm. and hair, and like, there's so many shows that are like suddenly. Yeah, it's a whole it's, other it's conversation. No
1: longer, yeah, it's no longer like that usual arc that you see in Golden Age musicals and like the sudden conflict and then the resolve, you know.
0: What's what's so funny to me, I just realized, because when you mentioned the Tonys, um, so this is 65, as we say. Mm-hmm. You know what opened and closed while this show was running was um, Floor of the Red Menace, which we talked oh. about with Hannah Hessel Ratner, which yeah. was Candor and Ebb's first musical and right. won that, won Liza Minnelli a Tony, even though yeah. that show only ran for 87 performances. Um, in the same Tony group, same Tony group. Wow! So she beat Elizabeth Allen for best <laughs> actress in, in a in a musical, and that that is that's another musical to me yeah. that is a last gasp of this dying era mm-hmm. type thing, right? Where it's George, in that case, George Abbott, mm-hmm. sort of imposing his will on a musical. Now, to a lesser less success i you know, mm. financial success anyway that only ran like i say for 87 performances but i think and i think it's actually a better show than this but it, it's a it's a weird if you look at the tony awards i mean the big show that year was any guesses Ooh, it was a big one 65. it was a, like a like a huge one like a huge like oh, a man. huge one um i, I mean produced I, by hal prince which i didn't realize oh it's uh, bach and harnick I have no idea. It's Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, yeah. Because I'm like 60s. i have not So yeah, it's that mid, exactly right. But, yeah, you, with with, but if I read you the year, other shows. decade, actually. So like the other shows nominated for Best Musical mm-hmm. are Half a Sixpence, which I don't know if you've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Too. Okay. Uh, Probably I'm too young. Uh, oh, we're all, we're all far yeah, we're too, all young, too young. Too, but I, mean, I Half know. a Sixpence was a show, I think that, I don't know if we did it at Catholic while I was there, but it was one that people were pulling songs from a lot. Like it yeah. kept popping up in okay. recitals and stuff. Golden Boy. Okay. Not sure what that is. Uh, we're gonna look that up right now. Golden Boy. Oh, Strout Charles Strauss and Lee Adams, huh. based on a play by Clifford Odets. That sounds like a like a dancer. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. uh, oh, what a lovely war, which is another show I've heard of, uh, huh. but that, it is is movie. kind of a review musical review that was then made into a much more successful film late in the okay in the sixties. I mean, the other, like, if, and if I flip through other musicals that are not, like, Roar of the Grease Paint, The Smell of the Crowd, mm-hmm. um, there was a Guys and Dolls revival starring Jerry Orbach. Like, it's just kind of a, but it's it feels like we're kind of floundering here yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's no like we, clear genre yeah, in this year. and Fiddler yeah. is, is a, I mean, I love Fiddler. Yeah, there. Fiddler's great. But it is, it, it's not revolutionary exactly, but yeah. it is a trend. Mm-hmm. Out of the traditional musical structure in terms of story subject matter, not right. so much in terms of structure, but in terms of subject matter, it's starting to push out a little bit. And then we get into, in the next couple of years, you get into of La Mancha and Sweet Charity mm-hmm. and Cabaret. Like I said, like people are starting to really there's stretch a little bit more, and move. Yeah. yeah,
1: there's a little more edge to those shows. You know, it's not as clean cut or as, as bright. Right. Uh, and I think that do i hear a waltz has that it's it's still holding on to that brightness of golden age but then you get to the end of the the show and you're like oh yeah like that's not bright and happy you know it ends
0: very similarly to me to interestingly to anyone can whistle yeah which has that downbeat ending of two people realizing they can't be together yeah and but instead of having a beautiful song like with so little to be sure of it's celebrating the moment it thank very, you so
1: much, right? Is the name of that? Yeah, thing. thank you very much, is yeah. what it's called. It, it's, it's a
0: terrible title. Yeah, Thank it's, you so much, yeah.
1: Did it go by so quickly? Really, it seems a crime, but thank you so much. just two people like i think this song is only like a minute and a half I know. On, what is and happening? they're just like thanks for doing me good on like, you see you <laughs> later you know like they're really i feel that's what it is <laughs> you know and then they walk away from each other and you're like okay and i feel like i mean i would have loved to have oh, been God. in that theater at the original production to see how they would have ended that show like what did that look like you know to them, like, to that director and to... I'm sure to it was like, an, an empty like? stage. I'm sure it was the two people yeah. on
0: an empty stage and they, like...
1: Because we had the bridge and they they just, like... Um, Reynado just, like, parted across the bridge. Like, they, like, said goodbye and then he, like, crossed the bridge... Because what else could you do? And left. <laughs> and <'Cause>... then blackout.
0: <laughs> well, and because the, you know? the number before it, Perfectly Lovely Couple, is kind of more of a finale than yeah. Thank You So Much is. Like, Perfectly... Right. like Which is actually another song if you make it that far into the album it's kind of worth hanging out for he with his radiant smile she with her elegant style they
1: make, make a, perfectly a perfectly lovely couple. couple don't they? they do he with his big rent she with her delicate step they make a
0: perfectly lovely. A good you know, what I mean? that's a fun, that's a fun number, uh, and it's is also it kind of does what I think Sondheim wanted to do with "We're Gonna Be Alright," which as I was about to, sorry I got sidetracked from that, but it's a song between the two, uh, one of the the couples that in Sondheim's original version talks about like kind of sarcastically like we're not going to make it like it's an yeah. ironic title right and in the revision is a non-ironic <laughs> like no we're going to be fine be don't okay. worry about it and then perfectly lovely couple comes along and kind of it kind of subverts that a little bit of right. like and because I feel none like none of these you, people are okay, and I,
1: yeah, exactly. I see you. You see the false hope in in all of them. In right. that song, you're like, oh, they're like trying really hard to like be happy in this moment, and it's like not.
0: No, this. it's not working. Um, and and there's a lot of. Oh, I think Eddie has slept with Senor Fiora or yeah, something he slept with a like...
1: hotelier, right? And Jennifer just kind of was hanging out thinking right. about gondolas and. <laughs> You know, then and you then have the maid. McElhenneys and the maid. Right. Yeah, the like maid it's... in the corner is kind of like, "Hi, I don't speak English." You know, and it's like, <laughs> what? you know, That's and, right. I forgot about that. And she's she's the comic relief, and I adore that character because she's so precious. Giovanna. Yeah, Javanna. She's so precious. But you're like, why are you here? What are you doing? You know, like you don't really have that. Besides that one song, where you're just awkwardly in between this, like, um, between no uh, understand. Yeah, yeah no um, understand between the um, hotel owner and. Um, this is Eddie, Eddie here. This is the whiskey. Whiskey. This is the ices. Ices. These are the windows. Glasses.
0: Windows.
1: Windows. Glasses. Pouring the
0: whiskey. Pouring. Dropping the ices. Dropping. Lifting the glasses. Lifting is to discretion
1: non capisco no understand i no understand
0: i no understand you crazy language non capisco no understand i no understand you my dear
1: leona is a strong woman yeah and she's like i'm taking control of my life and i'm gonna go to italy and do this thing and you know, I meet this guy, and sure, I'm going to walk into this thing because I know. Yeah. Like, I'm. It's not that I'm trying to be, you know. But naive she doesn't know he's
0: it. married, right? So he actually, till yeah. He tells her. He tells her, but. And I remember from the film from some. I think first of all, I do think mm. go see Summertime if you if you haven't seen it. It's a really good movie. It has a. I remember the ending of that movie very clearly. I don't know if mm. you do. Um, oh man. She's getting. It, 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 has it has like head, a yeah. silent. Last 10 minutes, pretty much. Yeah. Like, well, there's background dialogue, but like, Catherine Hepburn is leaving Italy and uh, Renato is not, has sort of disappeared. They've left on very bad terms. Mm-hmm. And she's going to the airport and he, like, suddenly appears out of the crowd as she's on the bus, I think, or maybe on her cab, like driving oh, away. That's And right. he pulls a rose, that. like a flower out of his jacket yeah. and holds it up. And it's this really, like, which means something, you have to see the movie. But, like, <laughs> It's this really bittersweet moment of like yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I love you. Right. And it's this great of like, oh okay. Like they're mm-hmm. ending on a terms of like this can't work, but we right. both recognize mm-hmm. it, it totally. maybe it was it's sad and beautiful. And but it's purely visual. Like what I just described yeah, to you yes, does not work in a musical. Right. Right. <laughs> it like, is a, you have to have at least a dance. You have not have something. You can't just like have someone stand in the crowd. <laughs> and, and like hold up a, a flower. a, raise a rose. <laughs> on, on stage and people go, oh, I get it. You know, it's a very cinematic ending. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, it's it's a, it is a mess.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know, and she's, she's a strong character and she, she ends up in the situation. And, and I think also she doesn't beg for it not to end. You know, like, usually in situations yes. like that, one of the two characters will be like, oh, this shouldn't end. I really, really, well, really he has... want it to, to be. And, you know, and he has his he moments. Has the... He has Stay. Yeah. He does. He's I don't know if he's a beggar to end. but stay. No, but, he... but he's like, you know, we should try and keep going. But by the end of the show, they both resign to the fact that they're like, okay, like, let's move on. Because um, stay, even Stay is not that dramatic. You know, he's mm-hmm. not, like, throwing himself over a balcony being like, oh, my God. Um, he's like, you know, you can stay here. Like, it's cool uh yeah but it it, i think that by the end there's no real
0: it's kind of unclear to me there's a sadness like there's a cut song but one of the things that 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 that's uh grabs me about the show in this version is that like you say leona is Mm self-actualized but she's never nobody ever really pushes back on her no She's kind of a force for chaos, almost yeah. in the show. She's and, like,
1: "Let's get wasted,
0: right?" Like, and, like, like I'll her. just tell you that your husband slept with this guy, this woman, this mm-hmm. guy. Like, that's a whole other thing. And right, uh, right.
1: but it. I heard that that was also there something they were playing with. with yeah, um, they, Eddie and Jennifer. Exactly like, right. He was going to go hook up with some guy. Right. And, and like,
0: yeah, I think Rich, the, the the homophobic Rogers, is probably nixed that early on. <laughs> but the um, there's a cut song that has now been restored, I believe, called "Everybody Loves Leona," mm-hmm. where she kind of. Beats on herself a little bit of okay. like, I after she tells uh, Jennifer that Eddie slept with uh, with Senora Flora.
1: Everybody wants Leona. She's such a nice gal. Leona is everybody's dearest. Parent. But
0: you, it was cut. I don't know why it was cut. So many songs were like cut, dropped, changed, moved for like terrible reasons in this show. (laughs) Um, Because like the the director was a was a was a bastard apparently to Elizabeth Allen who played Leona, and you know Rogers and Mm -hmm. Sondheim and Lawrence aren't getting along. So who knows why things were ultimately cut? I think it's a good restore. I think it really Mm. gives the show a little bit more. Yeah, just a, just a little more yeah, explanation. Yeah. yeah, something,
1: and just gives Leona a little more purpose, you know, as as opposed to her just showing up in this country and like having all the fun and being like, I'm am I'm, I'm just independent. I like to party. Like she, you do know, do we fly? yeah, we fly. And then you know, <laughs> she has like some heart to her, um, even and though she ha- and self understanding, self awareness. Yeah. yeah, like she, it's she's not, it's not that she doesn't have heart. Like she does, but right. I think she deserves that. That character deserves that moment of like. I actually have a conscience, too, you know, of growth and Mm -hmm. of of kind of that character arc. Because I feel like you're right. Without that song, she's just kind of this woman that shows up and sleeps with a married man. It's like,
0: okay, I'm done. And, like, throws grenades in other couples. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, runs out the door. And it's this, like... (laughs) <laughs> that just happened. You're, I don't like you. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. and I don't think you have likeable... to like everybody, but, right. but I you're want to understand to... everybody. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I feel like in that in those musicals, you're supposed to like the leading characters. You know, you're not supposed
0: to hate them. The show them. definitely wants you to like Leona. Like, there's yeah. no question. They're trying yeah.
1: very hard. You know, you're, like, you're supposed to like them, but because of the way, yeah. what came out of all of it, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if want I like not to you. talk to you. Yeah, yeah, you're like terrible. You're... So, I yeah, I think we're here because we're talking about just like shows that keep people's attention. Right. Um. And how will they keep you know when you look at do it here at waltz like it actually opened you know it actually right. was on and it
0: did it ran for 220 yeah, it performances ran for that a isn't, long time it didn't make its money back but no, it is but it
1: ran for like a quote-unquote long time for a new show and to get three toady noms out of it that's right. pretty impressive yeah for a, a flop musical score
0: cool. actress and scenic design mm-hmm. it was nominated for score i'm gonna go I'm gonna, like I'm hmm. going, hang on real fast i'm going back to my 1965 uh tony tab here okay yeah i mean it's slim pickens it's uh so it's fiddler you right obviously <laughs> like, oh, <pure>. uh, <laughs> other nominees include roar of the grease paint smell the crowd which is a brickus and newly yeah. musical their sequel to stop the world i want to get off mm-hmm. or it's a spiritual sequel uh and then half a sixpence by david henneker
1: so just three shows,
0: and then do I hear waltz? So oh, four. F- uh, so four nominees. The four. I mean, gotcha. basically, except for Golden Boy, it's. It, it, mm-hmm. Do I hear waltz replaces Golden Boy in there? That has to be nominated because it's Richard Rodgers, don't you think? Like I it's think just so. A, like, I would think that. Toss yeah. the man because this. The vibe must have been like this is his.
1: Well, because yeah. I also think
0: it might have been his, this last, is his show. last show. I also think like, he because he won. Time. A little known fact: He won a solo best score for music and lyrics. In 1962 or three, I get messed up by the calendars. Mm-hmm. But he beat with his for his show No Strings, which I don't know if okay. you know that show. Um, which interestingly has no strings in the orchestra. Uh, <laughs> is uh, I, I don't I've heard the show. I don't quite remember what's going on. But it beat uh, How to Succeed for best original score.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: that it it lost best musical to that. But he won the Tony all by 1962 mm-hmm. uh, for best score best for score. No Strings. Which I think also felt like a this might be his last yeah, show like, kind of vibe, there's just there's like this, the same reason yeah. that the two of them tied with Fiorello again Bach and Harnick, for best score, sure, uh, with Sound of Music, hmm. uh, began, yeah. because like this what was Arthur, uh, Oscar Hammerstein's last right, score, right. but it's a weird like, It's to show like how much royalty he yeah, is, Like yeah. and, he is he's you know, the to, man, like at yeah, this exactly point.
1: to to have the weight behind him to be like I wrote the show and they will throw him a nomination just right. to be like.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, know, and it, good for it, you. It, but uh, it is, I, I feel that, like, aside from the fact that he's sort of, I, I think the great Sondheim quote about Richard Rogers and the reason that Rogers said the less said the better about working with, with Sondheim. Um, so he was supposed to be interviewed for this book, <laughs> this uh, Sondheim Co. book, and declined because uh, <laughs> Sondheim gave an interview in 1973 Uh, where he described Oscar Hammerstein as a man with limited talent and infinite soul. Richard Rogers is a man of infinite talent and limited soul. (laughs) Sometimes good with words. Um, (laughs) So Rogers basically just said, never mind. I don't want to talk about this anymore. He then later said about Sondheim, the first time I saw him was when I was working on Oklahoma in 1942. I watched him grow from an attractive little boy into a monster. So
1: it's also really creepy like it is super creepy attractive I mean. little boy <laughs> um okay like I think mm. he probably means
0: very well behaved but right. he said attractive so we're gonna we're gonna quote <laughs> as we go? quote um, face value yeah just <sighs> uh, he's dead um. now you know what are you gonna do but it is this I mean all that aside like the yeah. man was a pain in the ass it yeah. seems yeah yeah he with Oscar Hammerstein, did completely revolutionize this art form with mm. Oklahoma. Now, mainly with this, like, if Oklahoma had been a flop, it wouldn't have mattered. Yep. But Oklahoma was a, a, a hit. A huge hit, yeah. That would, I think, actually, would have been unsurpassed until Fiddler. Like, I think Fiddler was the next show that came along. When was Oklahoma, forty? 42. Oklahoma ran for for 2,212 in from 43 to 48. I'm going to try to find a show that opened in the 50s. So, Guys and Dolls did twelve hundred, but that's less obviously. I'm gonna look in the forties too. Um, Kiss Me Kate did a did a even thousand a little bit after that, Uh, but no, I think I'm I'm pretty right here. My okay, My Fair Lady. Okay, opened in fifty six, ran for twenty seven seventeen. So that would have Mm -hmm. that's the that's the splitter. Um, That ran longer than Oklahoma, so that would have held the record right up until. I think Fiddler just Mm -hmm. demolished it. Let me make sure I'm right about that, though. Fiddler did uh, 32-42. Wow. And is still the 16th longest-running Broadway musical. What's Um, number
1: one right now? Like, Les Mis. Don't like, (laughs) like I am startled you don't know. Phantom, (laughs) don't like. like, 12,510.
0: God. Phantom's been running since 88. Um, (laughs) Though... The lo- the three longest running Broadway musicals are still running. Phantom's one, Chicago right. Revival is two. Oh, yeah. It's at 8835 8, 8, 8, and right behind that is Lion King at eighty four thirty seven, um, oh. and then it's Cats, Les Mis, Chorus Line, Wicked. Cats, that's another why musical for me. I'm sure it is for a lot of people. Like, yeah. why you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've come to a zen place about cats. <laughs> 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 I used to hate cats. I used to like cats, and I hated cats. And then Natalie mm-hmm. Ann Pegari was here talking about Cats, and she yeah. loves Cats. And I was like, you know, <laughs> my, my opinion basically became, what's the harm? Like, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's no big it's deal. There. <laughs> I wish he hadn't kept it running at, at a loss to set the record on Broadway. That's my only... Oh, really? Yeah. That's my only complaint about <laughs> Cats. I also think it's nonsense that T.S. Eliot won a Tony for best book for that show. Yeah, um, there is... I know exactly yeah, right. I'm yeah, like, so <laughs> but, all yeah. that all, all that aside, <laughs> who, what's the harm? What is, you know, right. like what cats, what's what's the know. harm? It's cats. Who cares? It's cats. Wicked also number seven climbing the ladder. Oh, that'll pass chorus line soon, and then they okay. miss like two years after that. Wicked will run forever. I, yeah, I, well, I feel
1: like uh, Wicked is the new like kind of phantom of the the millennial generation it certainly has the best you know it's
0: got the best shot because it's a family show i yeah. mean it's got the best right. shot to keep mm-hmm. same thing with lion king i mean that, yeah those two shows could run forever and ever and ever uh do i hear waltz a uh, not on the list um <laughs> you know what the longest running sondheim show is i have no idea forum for 900 performances that makes sense yeah Forum's he's he's never had show. anything run uh uh, into the woods hit I think seven something or eight something. That's huh. the next highest running show. But so yeah.
1: the longest show he's ever had is only like nine hundred performances? Nine hundred and eighty some performances. Wow. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. That's shocking to me. I he would has think he's never had would have a show that would be like would break a thousand. but it, you know it,
0: he doesn't it's not the kind of shows he writes. Yeah. I am I am so disappointed he never had a runaway smash because all the other mm-hmm. like Bach and Harnick, we talk about Kander Neb, like yeah. these guys have runaway smash hits obviously sometime is sometime and I wouldn't change a note sure, but sure. it is a little it's so unfortunate to me especially with a show like the the show I would think that would have run forever would have been company mm-hmm. because it's so cheap to produce yeah it, it it did run for a very like it ran for 700 something okay. I think it might be the yeah. third longest running show we had I wish company had run for another 2 years like i just feels like it's a show that deserves
1: but I'm glad that it still holds up. Oh, sure. People, that people still do still it. Doing, so, it's know, it's still do it. It gets revived and revised. Oh, absolutely. Um, Company stays. Yeah. Now, do I hear a waltz? Don't know why that till, it keeps coming back. I, I so
0: respect you keep trying to bring yeah. us back it's to like, do I, I want to keep us keep us on on topic. That's usually what I do. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, but it's so, this brings me back to my, I do want to talk about, I do, there's a couple things I want to get to yeah. with Do Um First of all, what you say you wanted to hear some songs. Done. Do you do you have examples of songs you think people would be oh, well to yeah. check out for their for their book for auditions or cabarets or I mean if you're like that.
1: I feel like for a cabaret setting, I've had someone do um, that first song the opening. Someone song. woke up. Someone woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, someone done that at the show. That's a good kickoff. I, yeah. I, yeah. Some people cry when they see their old pals.
0: I'm a sucker for chimes and canals. Look,
1: they even painted the damn sky just so Leona could but then when you look at the other kind of ballads and solos i feel like if yeah that original version or that the un, unedited version of we're gonna, we're gonna be, be all right, right. Yeah. you know like i definitely want to see somebody to, or two people tackle that but um in if terms give of my aud- slot i'll do it with carrie ginsburg next
0: time you want uh, to do it yeah great Can done you- check okay right. <laughs> you let me know <laughs> when you guys want to come by um, all right the sure. ta- i think
1: in terms of auditions you know if someone's going in for kind of I guess more of an operatic role, but something that has some more meat to it. I mean, like, Stay, like, the very end of that, or the, mm-hmm. kind of like the crux of that song is a really good audition cut. I would say, you know, his other song, Take the Moment. All the buzzing in your head Warning you to wait What for?
0: The moment you know, has popped up. That's what I know. Mandy Patinkin did it on his mm. album "Sing Sondheim." Yeah, he does it in a. <laughs> oh he it's really it. it's a really good example. <laughs> no, but here's yeah. a, this is a funny thing. If you ever wanted to know what the Mandy Patinkin thing is mm-hmm. without getting super annoyed at him, it's a really Sorry. good example. Listen to the <laughs> "Take the Moment" the original uh, this version, yeah. and then go listen to his version.
1: All the noise is buzzing. In your head, warning you to wait, what for, don't listen, let it happen. Take the moment, make the moment many moments more make for us a thousand
0: It's a good song when he yeah. does it. I like his version. And, and, better, and
1: I could see, you know, I I could I'd love to see take the moment in its entirety at Matido. Mm-hmm. Like that would be amazing to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, like several people come to mind that I'm like, okay, you know, like Ben Lurie. sure, be like do this. You know, yes. it's just like several folks that come into mind that I'm like, you could, you know, rock this song, like right. out, you know, out of the park. And uh, not so much for the the female songs in the show. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, they're not really that impressive. Um, unless you get three women together to do "Moon in My Window," which is a quite boring song, but you know it's pretty. <laughs> like, it's they can harmonize well. You could
0: do that. Yeah, you could do that. You could find a version of that song that's good. Yeah, I, I, right. I, you'd have to work it, but like you yeah, could, I could see a three-part harmony. Yeah, like a nice, pretty, like semi-a cappella like, mm-hmm. version of that song. Right. Yeah. So you'd have to really work the arrangement, though. <laughs> Like, you'd have to find the good song inside that song. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it's there somewhere. So, yeah, I think <laughs> so that... I don't know if it's worth it.
1: At least for from my, my hearing of the whole show, I think those right. ones could be um, good material. What do you think of later.
0: the title song? Do I hear a waltz? Because it pops it's, up a lot. Yeah, I... I'd say it's the second thing. most performed song in the show after the original version of We're Gonna Be Alright. That's so weird to me.
1: Like, you know, it's... It also is so random. Like I understand the point of it. Like you know, she she you know hears this whatever world in her head when right. she, you know, goes out with her married man. But I, uh, it's so, like, randomly in this musical. Like it doesn't really match anything else in the show and. <laughs> And I get it. Because it's like, a waltz. Yeah, Nothing else no, in the show is a waltz. Right. And I get it. Like, love is psychotic. Okay, that's probably what that why she's like, why this is in the show. But like. You know, she it's it's
0: so awkward and if weird. You, you, know. if you want to talk about unsingable melody lines. <laughs> this is an excellent oh, example yeah. it's all over the place. <laughs> of like, how do you expect anyone to sing this song? Mm-hmm. The way Rogers has placed that melody yep. that's scooped mm-hmm. up and down yeah. onto the page and it goes up and down up and down like and all, through so, the, all through and so and the descending da, da, yeah, da, like, uh-huh. like that part is the most mil- like bit it actually almost sounds like uh, beautiful girls from follies the half uh, mm. so delectable da, 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 yeah like it's uh-huh. got that same kind of de- it's a very common descent yeah. um yeah, it's super annoying. It's just, It really feels like to me, it's like, well, it's act two, and we haven't sung the title song yet. Yeah, so time so to put it in. Time to put it in. <laughs> I don't get why this show is called Do I Hear a Waltz? It's one of those. Exactly. I yeah. don't. I do not get it. It, 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 it could be because if you call the show, and it was obviously that was the title from the jump. Yeah, this was going to be called "Do I Hear a Waltz?"
1: And she's not having these moments through the show, right? She's not like meeting someone who like has this like like fantastical and not even
0: like Renat. Like if Renato's songs were in all in three four or variants thereupon, they were all in waltz time, and like their songs were in waltz time, and Mm -hmm. then like suddenly she's alone and she still hears the waltz. Like that's a neat. Musical idea that is not this not show. in the show, <laughs> not in the <this> show. <laughs> you,
1: you should write sondheim for the. I'm going to go back into the next revival right. of this and be like, hey, when you bring it back in like right. 2020, if you, turn, if you could like make
0: someone like you into a into right, a, like a six like a, eight, like a or twelve like eight, a like can you get that jamming? Uh, <laughs> Just like, hey, so I have some notes for you. We like, fixed for a the lot next... of shows at this table, yeah. I want to say. For the and, next uh, yeah.
1: round, you know,
0: the next knockout at Do I Hear a Waltz. Like, you might want to... <laughs> it's also never mentioned. I can't find any reference to why it's called that. I can't find no. any reference to why, like, Lawrence thought that was a good idea. Um, I also think sometimes his version of the song, Do I Hear a Waltz, is not great either. It's a little... Yeah. It's definitely more singable is it, than this version. Is there any reference to that in the movie or the play? At all not that I recall it it doesn't mean I mean the play is called the time of the cuckoo right which I also which don't doesn't have I don't quite to do get with waltzing, right? the movie's called summertime perfect yeah it's summer it's in, in summer summer yeah. in Italy <laughs> I get it you know and, it, and it's about yeah. a summer romance like that's right. what that's the yeah. vibe I don't know why the show's called that's do I hear a waltz right uh it it does almost make her sound psychotic, like that she's. <laughs> she's like a little but it crazy. also plays into. Yeah. I mean, I know one of Sondheim's original ideas that he then he has backtracked for the 2011 uh, fix was that he believed that Leona shouldn't sing until that moment, that that should oh, be her yeah. first song, that it was a, a show about a woman who can't sing mm-hmm. metaphorically, and then she suddenly, she, like, suddenly when she finds sings. herself, she starts yeah. singing, and but why that song? <laughs> you well, know. that point, I think he just yeah. like late in Act Two, she should start yeah. singing. And so if you're going to give her the title song like then that actually gives weight like oh the show is mm-hmm. called Do I Hear a Waltz because right. that's the moment she becomes self actualized. Yeah. Right now I don't know why the show's called Do I Hear a Waltz. It do I? No. Yeah. I don't. I mean I, I do cuz you're singing one know. actually right. I should say. <laughs> like you're literally singing a waltz, <laughs> singing at a waltz me <laughs> right now. <laughs> I haven't looked at the sheet music when I say that I, none of the other songs are in waltz time I don't They're think not really, are. they are. I not think really it's really a pretty 4/4 four, four yeah. kind of show um yeah, it's pretty standard there's no there's not i'd like crazy. to hear somebody do what do we do we fly that would be a funny like song a, like five people in yeah, an opening number little, yeah like a, a cat like, yeah yeah like at a review or a cabaret mm-hmm. if monumental theater was doing a fundraiser that's a fun way to start yeah. it off you know hey beth
1: and jimmy and michael right like, yeah, just saying <laughs> i'm
0: gonna see michael on thursday i'll tell him uh you know whatever but none yeah. of these songs make me want to like there's yeah. no, there is no gem in here that has not been discovered to me. Like right. the original version of we're going to be all right is the gem mm-hmm. and everything else that you grab. It's, it's we keep there. saying like you could make something of that. Right. Yeah. There's you never know? like, a, this is it. It's right. like, there's mm, no hidden song this. in here where you're like, oh, that's the show where this song's right. from. You're, you're not like go, jamming down the street to do I hear a waltz. You know, you're know, <laughs> you not like, not
1: like doing your strut walk to, you know, take the moment. It's, it's, it's the one that, that sticks you know. in
0: my head for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. I, I, yes. Inexplicably. it's one. There's a great joke, I don't remember even where I heard it, where somebody plays a song for somebody on a TV show and they go, <laughs> what do you think? He goes, well, it rhymes a lot. I feel like <laughs> that song, my response would be like, if they played it for me, I go, what do you think? It's like, well, I got the title. Yeah, very clearly so got it. the title. Yeah, I heard it a couple times um, in there, and I it, it's she it, scoops her way through it, it. along,
1: <laughs> oh.
0: uh, which they always train you not to do. Don't scoop into notes, and you'd be like, you sing that song, but I can't help it. The Sorry, damn song is it's scooping there. into the notes. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, and I think it's just oh, it's but, all of these amazing minds in one room, and they come up with "Do I Hear a Waltz." Well, it's like Here's people say, you can
0: you imagine a band that was like? Hendrix on guitar and Paul right. McCartney on bass and John Bonham on drums. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it would probably sound like ass because yeah. all those people <laughs> don't work well. They're like, exactly. you know, that doesn't, <laughs> like, that's not, how, that's not how things work. Right. Collaborations are kind of inexplicable. They occur yeah. and they exist for, and every now and again, you have two people work together who are mm. giants in a field. Right. And it actually works. It mm. comes out to be fascinating. But right. that's usually because, I mean, if Sondheim was a lyricist only, in his life, yeah. I feel that maybe their collaboration would have been successful. But Sondheim knows too much about music, right? To yeah. s- to look at Richard Rodgers is like that's great. And yeah. he said many times that like he feels part of the problem was that Rodgers never was felt his talent was diminishing as he got mm-hmm. older, and he didn't want to go back to the well to yeah. rewrite songs. He would only write new songs. Okay. So when Rodgers said a song was finished, it was finished. It was finished. Oh, and wow. there are a lot of songs in the show that feel like that's a really good start now can we please do it again like bargaining right
1: do we need 8,000 verses to this song I don't think so like you know (laughs) Uh, or even thank you
0: so much like thank you so much is a great example of like that's not what this I get where you are Mm -hmm. go back and try it again like you've almost got it and And it's
1: also I feel like that song could be a little like, just a little yeah. longer for this, you know, resolving of this It really rushes to
0: the end. It, it yeah. feels like it's like, oh, we're out of time. Yeah, like, we're out go, of time. Like Only three more only... songs to write. Write them, write them, write them. <laughs> That's long so. enough. Yeah. Well, right. What have you got coming up that you can plug uh, going on? Well, uh, okay, so... <laughs> so many things. So many things. Many, many, many things. Well,
1: my last time we spoke, um, my blog was just starting. Um, right. So Producing the District is now a co... I guess a co-publication. It's yeah. my own blog, and it also sits on a new a website called thedistrictnow.com. Um so we cross pollinate um, on if you go to the district now um, it's it's evolved into kind of articles about people, events, places that are in the producing realm or theater arts entertainment realm um, that have a connection to DC. Podcasters uh, podcasters, you know, and it's you know people from all over the country but have a hook back to this this city. Uh, And then on, on, on the actual website producing the district, there's kind of more specific content about other things. Uh, And then I think in terms of performance projects coming up, uh, let's see, in, in April, we've got our new musical theater night. So it's Ah. basically performers doing shows from musicals, which we've arbitrarily decided after 2010. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Make it's a, it's a good, eight years, of, yeah, yeah, it's good sure. eight years of material. And so that's then our feature for that month is Catherine Riddle. Uh, she's awesome. And, you know, going into May, um, we've got Katie McManus um, doing um, a night of pop music. Um, and we have a special event with the Miss DC organization called Man of the District. Oh, right. And so that's on May seven that's your annual uh yeah membership. so oh, it's a, a fundraiser for children's miracle network so sure um it's a lot of fun it's a man pageant you know couldn't get any better than that <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know just shenanigans from sure. you know guys it's between your, 18 and how many 30. years
0: have you been doing that that's been this couple, is right? year three okay
1: um and so we've learned a lot you know we've, sure. it's, it's been like when i first inherited that it was like what do i do with this but right. now it's kind of pretty streamlined and it's, it's going to be a good time so we're trying to decide who um we're gonna have some guest talent, and so mm-hmm. we're still booking that, and we'll we'll see who it is. Right but on. Follow it at manofthedistrict dot org. Great, and they can follow you. They can follow me um, specifically on Instagram. Um, it's dm tastic twelve. Nice, I'm really original. Nice, and uh, also. I also—I mean, I have a Facebook artist page. It's just sure. Don Michael Mendoza, but primarily Instagram is—you know—it's yes. the cool, hip That's thing your to do. Outlet, right. So follow me there, <laughs> and, uh, and Latido, and Latido is um, just latidoproductions.com and it leads to all of our ways to stay in touch with us. So um, it's an exciting time where um, now that it's. April, we um, have our DC show where we're still going strong in New York, and we just had a trial run in LA um, last month. Oh, right! So, very cool. uh, Yeah, just check us out. We're taking over the world.
0: The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at originalcastpod. You can follow me on Twitter at unknownpenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone, and/or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Don Mike Mendoza for coming down and talking to me today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Is it Lin-Manuel? It is Lin-Manuel Miranda. was okay. he was Hamilton, right? His Pulitzer was his Hamilton. His Pulitzer was for Hamilton. Yeah. He, he was the one who had not yet won his Pulitzer when okay. he worked on this musical.
1: And who was he working with? Uh,
0: that should help, because he's only written three musicals. Right.
1: So was it um, <laughs> In the Heights? No. No. Oh, man. What was the other show, then? See, I only know
0: those two. I'm not very familiar with his first What's, first No, show. no, no. It was the one in the middle. This is the thing that people people always forget. Oh,
1: man. Who was that? Who what was it?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss with that. So Tom Kitt. And Lynn manuel And Lynn manuel So Tom Kitt, who, who with Brian Yorkey wrote Next to Normal. Yeah. Which won a Pulitzer Prize. Collaborated on a musical in 2011, which okay. some people called a Y musical, but I didn't, because I think it's kind of good. I probably... And that is Bring It On. Oh, <laughs> that show!
1: Yeah, I I completely forget all the time that Lin Manuel worked on bringing on that. everyone does, you know.
0: but it's a funny little trick tri- thing uh. that links "Do I Hear a Waltz" to which, to bring it on the musical. <laughs> like, there's a straight line you can draw yeah. in in that sense of like th- this this weird phenomenon of a limited number of composers who've won Pulitzers. Mm-hmm and then like, you can link yeah. to like these two shows like very directly Working it's just a together. funny little <laughs> phenomenon that you know that occurred that's my that's my, my trivia